Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, the Bitcoin price reaches 23400 on 4.6% gains amid very mixed outlook. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, quoting crypto analyst Red Capital. Historically, Bitcoin has been able to generate tremendous buy-side interest at the 200-week moving average. But if Bitcoin fails to retest the moving average in the short term, that would probably serve as further evidence that this recovery is merely one of relief. And quoting on-chain analyst Dylan LeClaire with an interesting find, the World Economic Forum is listed as one of the Celsius creditors. You can't make this stuff up, folks. And as Plan B shares here, Bitcoin equals peer-to-peer e-cash with no trusted third party. CBDC equals central government kill switch on everyone. Facts. Now check this out. 12 years ago today, someone tried to auction their 10,000 Bitcoin for $50. It would now be worth $225 million. So the kicker, the highest bid was only 25 bucks. Also in today's show, Coinbase partners with BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world to create new access points for institutional crypto investing, which many are calling the biggest news of the year. Quoting Coinbase here, we're proud to announce a partnership with BlackRock. BlackRock's Aladdin clients will now have direct access to crypto markets through Coinbase Prime. And as Pomp shares here, it's not often that you live through the birth and scaling of a new multi-trillion dollar asset class. That's right, because BlackRock has come a long way from 2017, where their CEO Larry Fink called Bitcoin an index, money laundering. Also in today's show, Bitcoin and Ethereum to be policed by the CFTC under new U.S. Senate proposal. That's right. The push to regulate cryptos such as Bitcoin and Ethereum forges ahead as a bipartisan bill has been submitted to the United States Senate. Also in today's show, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful himself, has doubled down on crypto amid the downturn, naming Bitcoin, Ethereum, and three altcoins. That's right. In a new interview with Stansbury Research, O'Leary says that his crypto portfolio suffered a double-digit drawdown, but he took that as an opportunity to buy the dip. Also in today's show, Michael Saylor reveals why he exited MicroStrategy CEO post amid a $918 million Bitcoin loss. Quoting the Giga Chat here, since adopting a Bitcoin strategy, MicroStrategy has outperformed every asset class and big tech stock. With my ascension to executive chairman, the promotion of Feng Li to CEO, and the arrival of CFO Andrew Kang, our team is stronger than ever, and we are full speed ahead. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Here at Crypto News Alerts, I drop a brand new episode every single day. We also do a $50 Bitcoin giveaway every single day. All you need to do to qualify to win is make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Will Smith 
that like button and drop us a comment right down below. And the winner will be announced at the end of today's show. So stay tuned. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is podcast episode number 1008. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, my crypto fam? The Bitcoin rebounded overnight into August 5th as a fresh trendline reclaim opened the door to further gains. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin, one-hour candle chart, which is currently pumping back in the green. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed Bitcoin bouncing off a local bottom at 22,400 to add around 4.6% on the day. Now, Bitcoin had reverse direction right at key bid support on major exchange buying. This helping avoid a more sustainable loss of the 200-week moving average at around $22,800. And while that key zone remained uncertain for the bulls, a reclaim of the 21-period moving average on the daily chart gave on-chain analytics resource material indicators calls for optimism. Bitcoin might not spark a long signal at the daily candle close. It told Twitter followers overnight, quoting material indicators here, helps if I post the chart with it, it was worth the wait. Bitcoin reclaimed the 21-day moving average and the trend precognition A2 plus algorithm started flashing a new signal as tentative until the daily close. And fellow trader and analyst Rat Capital nonetheless voiced ongoing caution over Bitcoin's poor record at turning the 200-week moving average into solid support for this bear market, quoting him here. Historically, Bitcoin has been able to generate tremendous buy-side interest at the 200-week moving average, but if Bitcoin fails to retest the moving average in the short term, that would probably serve as further evidence that this recovery is merely one of relief. Now, similarly conservative in its price outlook was trading firm QCP Capital, which in its latest market update sent to Telegram channel subscribers that the overall picture was very mixed and pointing to complex macro triggers. QPC said that the United States Federal Reserve's monetary policy would be a decisive market moving factor going forward. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, it noted, had not achieved consensus over the pace and scope of future key interest rate hikes. Quoting him here, economic data globally is pointing to poor growth and a coming global recession, the update read, highlighting upcoming CPI inflation data for July due for release on August 10th. And quoting them again here, we continue to think that the market will trade sideways and be sensitive to economic data releases. U.S. CPI next Wednesday will be the next important one to watch. Now let's discuss the altcoins. Ethereum and other large cap tokens joined in Bitcoin's relief push higher. Ether slash USD circled around $1,700 at the time of this recording, nonetheless failing to crack resistance closer to the 0.075 mark after a second retest, which you can see here in this chart. With the Ethereum merge around one month away, concerns were also increasing over the likelihood of a contentious hard fork of the network. Quoting QCP Capital here, the more pressing and immediate risk in the crypto markets is the ETH merge that is scheduled to take place in September. And it added that the markets have already started to price in the possibility of a material hard fork. So there you have it. Do you feel there will be a hard fork after the merge release coming up in September? Let me know in the comments below. And quoting on-chain analyst Dylan LeClaire, he wrote, laughing my freaking butt off. The World Economic Forum is listed as one of the Celsius creditors. That's right. You cannot make this stuff up, folks, as you can clearly see here. World Economic Forum. That means this contagion was on a whole different level. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. And quitting Plan B with his recent update, Bitcoin equals peer-to-peer e-cash with no trusted third party. CBDC, central bank digital currency, equals central government kill switch on everyone. Preach. And now for an interesting fact. 12 years ago, someone tried to auction their 10,000 Bitcoin for 50 bucks. It would now be worth $225 million. And the kicker, the highest bid was only $25. And before I break down next story of the day, Coinbase partners with BlackRock to create new access points for institutional crypto investing, which many are calling the biggest news of the year. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently pumping back in the green. We got Bitcoin up 0.59%, maintaining just above $23,000. We have Ether up 4% trading just under $1,700, while Binance Coin, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, XRP, and Cardano are also all pumping and in the green. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. According to a new blog post published on Thursday, crypto exchange Coinbase said it's partnering with BlackRock, the world's largest financial asset manager. They currently control about $10 trillion in assets under management to provide its clients with direct access to crypto, starting with Bitcoin. Users of BlackRock's institutional investment management platform, Aladdin, will receive crypto trading custody, prime brokerage, and reporting capabilities should they also elect to sign up for Coinbase Prime. Now, Coinbase Prime is an institutional trading solution that provides trading, custody, prime financing, staking, data, and reporting services on over 300 digital assets. The service is tailored to entities such as hedge funds, asset allocators, financial institutions, and corporate treasuries with over 13,000 clients currently using Coinbase Prime. They made the announcement here. We are proud to announce a partnership with BlackRock. BlackRock's Aladdin clients will now have direct access to crypto markets through Coinbase Prime. And regarding the development, BlackRock's Global Head of Strategic Ecosystem Partnerships, Joseph Callum, commented the following, this connectivity with Aladdin will allow clients to manage their Bitcoin exposures directly in their existing portfolio management and trading workflows for a whole portfolio view of risk across asset classes. Now, the institutional investors can access Coinbase Prime directly via user interface or as an integrated platform via APIs to offer crypto-related products such as ETFs, custodial solutions, or brokerage services. Now, Coinbase Prime's custodian, Coinbase Custody Trust Company, is regulated by the New York Department of Financial Services. Also, Coinbase had a string of regulatory conflicts as of late, which we all know. Last month, U.S. authorities arrested a former Coinbase manager on allegations of insider trading. And as Cointelegraph recently reported, the former manager has since pleaded not guilty. And meanwhile, the U.S. SEC is also reportedly looking into whether Coinbase allowed users to trade on registered securities. So there you have it. And Pomp chimes in. BlackRock is partnering with Coinbase to increase the institutional adoption of Bitcoin. It's not often that you live through the birth and scaling of a new multi-trillion dollar asset class. Including Bitcoin Magazine, BlackRock in 2017, CEO Larry Fink calls Bitcoin an index of money laundering. BlackRock in 2022, the $10 trillion asset manager while for Bitcoin trading to institutional clients. So there you have it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
And before I break down next story of the day, Bitcoin and Ethereum to be policed by the CFTC under the new U.S. Senate proposal. And I break down the highlights from this latest report. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting back above $1.1 trillion with $66 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 40.6% with the Ether dominance at 19% even. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Flow leading the pack up 48% for the day, trading at $2.73, followed by Near protocol up about 16% trading at $5.10 followed by Theta Network up 12.5% trading at $1.55 and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week you can see a sea of green we got Flow up 48.3% we got Filecoin up 39.3% and Chili's up 22.7% and checking out one of my favorite indicators it's Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we're currently rated a 31 out of 100 and Fear yesterday a 30 last week a 39 and last month an 18 and extreme fear. But all right, now let's break down the next story of the day. The push to regulate cryptos such as Bitcoin and Ether forges ahead as a bipartisan bill has been submitted to the United States Senate. That's right. According to a new Wall Street Journal report, Michigan Democrat Debbie Stabenow, who chairs the Senate Agricultural Committee, is joining with Arkansas Republican John Boozman to empower the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, better known as the CFTC, to regulate the crypto spot markets via a new class of assets called digital commodities. The article refers to to the legislation as the latest salvo in the competition for jurisdiction between numerous government bodies and agencies, including the U.S. SEC and the Federal Reserve. Now, while the proposed legislation does not include securities as part of the newly defined asset class, cryptocurrency exchanges such as Coinbase and FTX would fall under the CFTC's jurisdiction. They would be required to register with the agency and offer consumer protections. Now, Boozman said of the new Digital Commodities Consumer Protection Act of 2022 proposal the following, this fast-growing industry is currently governed largely by a patchwork of regulations at the state level that simply is not an effective way to protect consumers from fraud. Our bill will empower the CFTC with the exclusive jurisdiction over the digital commodity spot market, which will lead to more safeguards for consumers, market integrity, and innovation in the digital commodity space. Now, the state now Boozman bill represents the third instance of senators proposing bills affecting cryptos in the past two months. That's right. Last Wednesday, Republican Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania and Arizona Democrat Kristen Sinema put forth a new measure called the Virtual Currency Tax Fairness Act that would exempt small personal crypto transactions from taxation. The bill will exclude personal crypto transactions worth less than 50 bucks or with gains of under $50 from being subject to capital gains tax. And under the current system, people will use digital assets to pay for goods and services owe capital gains taxes when the value of the coin increases. Now, back in early June, another bipartisan proposal from Senator Cynthia Lummis and Kirsten Gillibrand, who sought to establish a regulatory framework for the crypto industry. Gillibrand said of the Responsibility Financial Innovation Act, it is critical that the U.S. play a leading role in developing policy to regulate new financial products while also encouraging innovation and protecting consumers. This is a landmark bill that will establish a regulatory framework that spurs innovation, develops clear standards, defines appropriate jurisdictional boundaries, and protects consumers. It will provide clarity to both industry and regulators while also maintaining the flexibility to account for the ongoing evolution of the digital asset market. So there you have it. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
And before I break down next story of the day, Kevin O'Leary says he has doubled down on crypto amid downturn, naming Bitcoin, Ethereum, and three altcoins, as well as Michael Saylor reveals why he exited MicroStrategy's CEO post amid a $918 million Bitcoin loss. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button, Will Smith that like button and drop a comment below to qualify to win $50 in the next Bitcoin giveaway. I'll be announcing the winner at the end of today's show. So stay tuned. And of course, you can follow me all across the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And of course, all across social media from crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, Instagram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful himself, is revealing that he took advantage of the market downturn to add to his crypto holdings, how will be thy name? In a new interview with Stansbury Research, O'Leary says that his crypto portfolio suffered a double-digit drawdown, but he took that as an opportunity to buy the dip, BTFD. Quoting him here, we took a hit, we're at 20% of the portfolio, and then it grew up to 23%, then it went down to 16% of the portfolio. It was really volatile, but I have always said, you're going to get this volatility in an industry that's not regulated because there is no institutional bid. So probably at the low, we were at 15%. We lost 40% of the value. Now we've come back up on some projects and they haven't all come back at the same pace. The big players, the big market cap names like Bitcoin, like Ethereum, like Solana, like Polygon Matic and Hedera Hashgraph. In some cases, we doubled down. We took advantage of the extreme volatility and the large cap names like ETH, like Bitcoin, why not add to the position if you're going to stay long? And according to the venture capitalists, the real problem facing crypto assets currently is the lack of institutional participation. Quoting him here, this asset class is not correlated with anything as people thought. It is not correlated with inflation yet, but the real problem is really a gauge on where the institutional buyer is. And right now, zero, they have no Bitcoin. Anybody that tells you that institutions of sovereigns own it is full of poo-poo. So there you have it. And to watch this entire video interview between Kevin O'Leary and Daniela Cambona Stansbury Research entitled, We Have Never Seen This in Economic History. Check the show notes below the video in the description. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. MicroStrategy founder Michael Saylor is stepping down as CEO of the firm as the business software company reports incurring a $917.8 million Bitcoin loss during the second quarter of the year. In a new interview with CNBC, Saylor says that the decision to exit from his post and take on a new role as MicroStrategy's executive chairman has nothing to do with the company. Companies, Bitcoin losses. Quoting Saylor here, there is no relationship between the transition and that write-off. It is a non-cash write-off, and our investors look through that, as does the board of directors and the officers. MicroStrategy President Feng Li will be taking over the company's new chief executive, and according to Saylor, the reorganization is placing people into roles where they are most effective. As he shares here, Feng has been the president of the company for the past two years, and the CEO hair apparent. He has also been president and CFO until May of this year. Given the the size of the balance sheet, the opportunities in front of us, the company really needed a world-class dedicated CFO. So when Andrew Kang joined us in May, we checked that box. That cleared the way for Fong to step up to the role of president and CEO. He is an extraordinarily talented executive, and this will make him even more effective. Now, Saylor says that his new position as the company's chairman will allow him to focus more on being an advocate 
for Bitcoin, as he shares here, I have emerged as an important advocate and spokesperson for the Bitcoin community on a worldwide basis. This will allow me to take the role of executive chairman, where I can be a more enthusiastic advocate for Bitcoin, while Fong and Andrew manage the corporate operations, execute on the microstrategy, ongoing business strategy, and he also shares here, since adopting a Bitcoin strategy, microstrategy has outperformed every asset class in big tech stock. With my ascension to the executive chairman, the promotion of Fong Lee to CEO and arrival of CFO Andrew Kang, our team is stronger than ever, and we are full speed ahead, as he shared on CNBC's Squawk Box just recently. What are your thoughts surrounding Michael Saylor stepping down as CEO of MicroStrategy so we can focus more on his Bitcoin acquisition strategy? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now for a quick recap, what I cover with you here in today's show, Bitcoin price reaches 23400 on 4.6% gains of it a very mixed outlook, as well as Coinbase partners with BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, to create new access points for institutional crypto investing, as well as Bitcoin and Ethereum to be policed by the CFTC under the new U.S. Senate proposal. I shared the latest report, as well as Kevin O'Leary says he doubled down on crypto amid the downturn, naming Bitcoin, Ethereum, and three alts, as well as Michael Saylor revealing why he exited MicroStrategy CEO post amid a $918 million Bitcoin loss. But where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the moment you've all been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And the winner is of today's $50 Bitcoin giveaway, Salsa Aja, who wrote the following, investing is the path for people nowadays to earn profits. And I hope the future of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency will rise again soon. Thanks, JV. Congratulations, fam. You just won $50 in Bitcoin. Please reply to this message with your Bitcoin address so I can send it to you. Hodl. And to qualify to win $50 in tomorrow's Bitcoin giveaway, all I got to do is make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Will Smith, that like button and drop us a comment. Right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Kate and Anthony wrote, JV, keep up the hard work and great updates. Watch the show every day. Can't believe you aren't at 100,000 subs yet. Send it. Much love, fam. Thanks for tuning in and for your continued support. One love. Our next featured comment comes from Digital Gravity. Bitcoin's real fair market value is probably at least $500,000 a coin. 40000 will be considered cheap one day. Preach, fam. 500000 per BTC. Send it. And our third and final featured comment comes from Justin C. Absolutely love the content. I listen to the podcast every day during my walk to get my daily crypto news updates. Thank you for the effort you put into creating these updates for us. Much love and respect, Jay. I appreciate you tuning in. We'll keep them coming. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop us a comment right down below and also qualify to win $50 in tomorrow's Bitcoin giveaway. And let's get to this crypto, shall we?